This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 248. Hey there, Red Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthier plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. Now, this episode, today's episode, is a very popular, popularly requested one, I should say. A lot of folks have talked about this in our peas and carrots group. What up, guys? <laughs> have been sharing some tips. And when I asked recently, hey, what do you guys want to hear about on, a, on the podcast? This topic came up, which is tips for cooking without oil. Now I've been, since I've been uh, doing this full-time vegetarian Zen, as well as our um, other side project that we're going to talk about a little bit in a second, I've been doing a lot of looking into oil. And uh, I don't want to give away too much right now, but I think this is a really good topic because it's very important, especially for those who are trying to be very health conscious, not to undo some of the healthy things they're trying to do by adding some things that might not be good for them to their cooking. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. What I want to make sure that we know that we, I want to make sure that we say what this is not. This episode today is not about trying to convince you necessarily one way or the other not to cook with oil. Uh, we are not, as we've said before, we're not trained in nutrition or in the medical industry. Our goal today isn't really to convince you one way or the other about whether you should stop cooking with oil. This is really more along the lines of should you decide that you want to reduce this or stop cooking with oil to give you some tips. But we are going to share a little bit about how does this de- debate even come around? Because like m- many people, I grew up just, you didn't even think about it. You just threw oil in the pan, right? Oh, or right. butter or, or something. Or deep fried. Yeah. Deep fried things. So we are going to talk from that perspective just a little bit about some of the debate that's going on or some of the studies that have gone on, but not too much. We really want to get to the to the heart of sharing some tips. But before we get into that, we have a new rating. Yay! Yay! This is from January 29th, from 2018. Ali Berkowitz, who says she is always listening. Always. Always. Uh, She says, love this podcast. At the beginning of the year, I became obsessed with healthy eating and using food as medicine, as well as the science behind nutrition. I set out to find a podcast that could educate me more about food, and that was vegetarian, since I have been vegetarian for over two years now, despite all the C-R-A-P, <laughs> I get from my fellow Kansans, yeah, in order to not have to beep it. We're from Texas, uh, we know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I stumbled upon this podcast and fell in love with it. The show has given me so much new information about vegetarianism and inspiration for what to cook next. I am now constantly listening to Larissa and Vicky while getting ready for class, and of course, while making and eating all of my yummy vegetarian food. Thanks for making such a great and fun show. Awesome. Thank you. Hurry, Allie, you're running late. Hurry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be late for class. <laughs> well, thank you so much for leaving us that rating. Every rating that folks leave for us really helps people to find us in the iTunes search engine. This is why we, it's not that we just love the kudos, although we do really appreciate the kudos, but uh, it is really about helping other people find us. So thank you so much for doing that for us and taking a few minutes out of your day to go do that. Right. And uh, now we also have to announce a new um, Patreon patron, a awesome. member of our 
Golden Apple Roundtable. And this is, um, her name is Linda Tabak. She is a rutabaga rock star in uh, our Patreon campaign. And uh, she gave us a monthly donation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Linda. And Linda will uh, receive a sticker. And she will have swag. uh, She will have her her um, name added already has had her name added to the um, peas and carrots. I mean, uh, golden apple round table, golden apple round table page on our website. Awesome. So if you're not familiar with Patreon, essentially, this is a platform where folks can contribute to uh, artists or in this case, podcasters to help support their efforts and in things they do. As you know, this podcast has been Uh, And always will be free. It's been free for the last five years and we've been doing it every week. But you know, there are there is a cost to running a podcast. People don't realize that you do have to pay for media hosting and just equipment and upkeep of things like that. And uh, plus, you know, now we do this full time. So this is our full time job. And I do the uh, everything is in house. We do our own editing Mm -hmm. and all of that. So um it costs money to do that. And these folks at the Golden Apple Roundtable on patreon.com forward slash vegetarian zen, they support us on a monthly basis. So we greatly appreciate that. And also, if uh, if you're not interested in uh, doing a monthly contribution, we also have an option where you can uh, donate one time through our website. It's a, a PayPal uh, link. And it's you can buy us a juice, as it as we call it. And we had a one-time donation, wanted to mention, from Travis Wise. And just wanted to give uh, Travis a shout-out here and say thank you, thank you, thank you. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you, Travis. And we are going out to the gym later, so we may very well grab a juice. Exactly. <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> All right. So needless to say, this episode is brought to you by our our Golden Apple Roundtable at patreon.com forward slash vegetarian zen. It is also brought to you by our eBay store. So uh, we... We've mentioned this on the last few episodes, so Larissa and I are doing this now full-time, and uh, our store on eBay is called Old San Antonio Trading Post, and we primarily sell vintage items. You want to tell them a little bit about what we what we sell? We sell, yes, we and, and we have fun with this. We have a, we're, we're having a great time with uh, doing this um, eBay store. We sell a lot of vintage items, including books, uh, vinyl, uh, vintage clothing, bags, kitchen items, toys, games, other housewares, uh, decor, you know, home decor items, collectibles, anything that we can find uh, that is fun and, you know, people are, are looking for on eBay. So brands we sell often include Pyrex, Indiana Glass, Disney items, Parker Brothers games, and lots of others. Um, we also do requests. So if you're you know, if you're looking for something special, send us a message and we will add it to our kind of like treasure hunt list so that when we are out looking for items to to rehome, we will uh, be on the lookout. That's a good way to put it, rehome. Mm-hmm. You should you should also know that 90, I would say like 98% of the stuff that we have, we have received from, uh, we've gotten from estate sales. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so now this is a so lot fun. of and and San Antonio where we live is a huge city. So this weekend there's a lot of sales mm-hmm. going on. We were just talking about okay, we have to be strategic about which ones we're going to go to. But because of that, we find so many cool older items. Mm-hmm. So uh, you'll find a really nice selection there. And also we're looking to move our vegetarian Zen swag over from our website over to ebay just to make it easier to kind of put everything in one place so uh you should be on the lookout for that soon by the time this airs we might actually have it out there already i think Mm -hmm. right all right so are we ready to get into our main topic let's do that all right so as i mentioned this has been a very popular and highly requested topic to discuss now oil for me as i mentioned has always been kind of the default. Mm-hmm. I never really thought about it. It was a stick of, or not a stick, a little <laughs> pat of butter or right. oil or something in, that went in the pan. And some oils are actually advertised as healthy oils. You may have heard, for example, olive oil, flaxseed oil, grapeseed oil. We still have these mm-hmm. right by our right by our stove. And we still do. And we still that. use them, I mean, right? We still use them. But it did make we me We don't think deep fry. Doing No. Doing this episode... Did make me think about some of this, though. Mm-hmm. So uh, all oil, and this is what's interesting. All oil, if you think about it, it's not necessarily earth-shattering news, but if you think about it, all oil, it, no matter where it comes from, mm-hmm. is really just pure fat. Right. It's got all of the nutrients stripped away. So no fiber, water, and your body doesn't know how much it's consumed. So mm-hmm. this is why it's very because it's easy not to override. Exactly. Yeah. So your body... When you have this fat, doesn't really recognize this as an as you're eating mm-hmm. or calories, I should say. So this is where some of that can put you in the danger zone with respect to calories. Mm-hmm. So hidden calories, right, right. So you know, healthy fats that are in some of these oils, like olive oil or coconut oil, they're good for you, um, but. It's usually better or always better to eat a whole olive or, you know, eat some coconut than to um, just have the oil. So adding coconut to a smoothie or adding olives to a salad or something like that is far better because you're also getting all the other nutrients that are in those foods and then the fiber, of course, as well, uh, instead of just that oil. Yeah. So your body understands I'm eating and kind of gives you that switch to say, okay, we had enough. We, right. we got what we needed. <laughs> right. Uh, now, what's interesting about some of these studies that say, you know, there's certain oils that are healthy for you. I was watching a video with Dr. Caldwell Esselstyn. Mm -hmm. His name is I pronounce a lot of things bad. No. <laughs> if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know, Larissa is the one that pronounces things for us. That's how we balance but, each other so well. <laughs> I think I pronounced his name right, though. Esselstyn. You did. You did. Uh, he was talking about how long-term studies, and we're going to have, as we always do, have resources for you in the show notes so you can see this video for yourself it's not very long either but was talking about how long-term studies really show that no matter what oil it is it does lead to clogging your arteries so what or even what fat so olive oil clogs your arteries just as much as butter yeah and well and that it's exactly and so those that were deemed healthy air quotes you can't Mm -hmm. see me but air quotes (laughs) uh are just as bad for your heart Mm-hmm. This is what he's saying. The long-term studies have shown, uh, which is contrary to what uh, how food uh, marketers and you know yes. Uh, yes. advertisers, you know, um, 
market foods. Mm-hmm. They'll say, you know, healthy with, with healthy fats, healthy olive oil. And I mean, yeah, okay, so there are some things in olive oil that are good for you, but as far as the fat goes and the heart risk and everything else, it's the same. Right. And so he also said that these are, along with meat and dairy, implicated in risk factors like breast cancer or prostate cancer. Right. So again, these are things that he's saying. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> these are <laughs> things that are in the video. So you can watch those for yourself. He is a doctor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so this is a little contrary. And, you know, where a lot of this came up was I remember the Mediterranean diet and a big deal about that. Mm-hmm. You know, these diet fads just are crazy to me, right? right. Everybody jumps on these things. And I'm guilty of that too. I've In the past, I have anyways. But when this really took off as a diet craze, this is where this came from. A lot of this came from, well, you know, in, the, in um, like Italy and Spain and the, they consume a lot of olive oil. Right. So this well, was olives deemed... Olives are, are a huge um, agricultural product, you know, and yeah, so definitely they do that and... Um, so I think this is where a lot of this came from. Mm-hmm. And again, you are you should definitely do your own research into whether this is right for you. But I think most people can agree it's just pure fat. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that there's too much debate about that. It's pure fat without the nutrients that you would get from eating something like an avocado or like eating an olive. So mm-hmm. uh, if you're looking just to even reduce a little bit, we're hoping that the tips we give you today will help you with some cooking. Because I know for me... I'm thinking, oh, great. Okay, I cook without oil. That means everything is stuck to my pan. (laughs) But it doesn't have to be that way. Or, you know, you might think of baking and think it's not too appetizing. Right. It's going to be too too dry. So let's talk a little bit about some of the the methods we have. And then also towards the end of this information that we're going to share, we wanted to add some, as always, the peas and carrots. What up, guys? They have provided some good tips as well. So these are real people that are really doing this stuff. This isn't just stuff we're pulling off, you know, blog posts and stuff that may or may not have been tried. Awesome. All right. So let's, as as you mentioned, let's talk about some other options for cooking foods besides frying or use sauteing in oil or, or what have you. So uh, steaming is a good way to cook vegetables. And, you know, a, a lot of times if you just put vegetables in a steamer and just, you know, turn it on, you get something that's kind of maybe overcooked if you put it on too long or just bland or plain. Uh, there are things that you can do. You can add seasonings to the vegetables before you, you know, turn on the steamer. You can add seasonings or like lemon juice or things to the steamer water uh, to help kind of infuse those. But so there are things that you can do to make those not, uh, not just plain and bland. And if you're new to steaming, which when we started, quite honestly, before we came became vegetarians, vegetables were just a side thought, we did not Mm -hmm. even really think about them too much. But then of course, once became vegetarians, that became more the center of our meals. We I could not imagine eating just bland steamed vegetables forever. Mm-hmm. And then we did some looking into, and as Larissa said, adding lemon juice to the water, adding seasoning before you steam. That makes a huge difference. Right. So right. definitely there are some some alternatives there. But still steaming is just not my favorite <laughs> overall. Yeah. Uh, broiling is another, um, broiling or roasting is another option. 
And that way, you know, that can add a lot of flavor to uh, even grilling. If you grill and put uh, vegetables directly on the grill, you know, or even in in foil. And that's another thing that a lot of people miss with the frying in oil is the texture. Mm -hmm. So when you broil or even grill, and we're going to talk a little bit about some tips for air, or not air frying, water frying. Mm -hmm. Um, Air frying is something else too, but I will tell you, because that's one of the methods we had here listed. And as I started to look into this, I told Larissa, air frying, I think could be a whole episode Mm -hmm. on its own. It was really hard when putting the outline together to not go down little rabbit holes because <laughs> there was so much good info here. So right. we're going to try to keep this high level, but we are going to probably have some spinoff from this particular episode, just, you know, as we get into certain cooking methods. Right. Okay. So we mentioned steaming, we mentioned uh, broiling, roasting, grilling, uh, air frying, you mentioned, but we, you can also poach vegetables, you can boil and uh, you can bake so, you know, baked potatoes, baked sweet potatoes, baked squash. There are lots of vegetables that you can you can bake like that. All right. So let's talk about some of the ingredients that you can use as, as uh, substitutions. And I do want to give proper credit to the Fat Free Vegan at fatfreevegan.com because I did pull this from their site. And, you know, a lot of times we do curate a lot of this information, but I did pull quite a bit from this particular site. So I want to make sure to provide you guys with that resource also, which will be a link to their site will be in the show notes. For baking, they talked about using applesauce and cakes, cookies and sweet goods. Now remember, applesauce is very sweet. So you just want to be sure if you're putting applesauce and then you're putting sugar and Mm -hmm. you're putting units. So you want to make sure that you might have to adjust it a little bit. Well, and that's a good point that you bring up. Make sure that you're getting like natural unsweetened applesauce. If you get the, the applesauce that, you know, you buy at the store and it's it's got it's sweetened or it's like the cinnamon sugar that's adding a ton more sugar to something mm-hmm. that already has sugar and you know i always uh you know when when i was a kid my mom would always buy i think just the the scent like the cinnamon sugar one or the sweetened one but i don't get that anymore and it was a little bit of an adjustment at first but now i i don't even notice it you know in fact i prefer it um or you can make your own applesauce even so then, okay, the other thing that you can add that you can use in place of oil is pune, pune, <laughs> pune pure, puree, prune puree. Say that five, five times, times fast. fast. <laughs> and I'm sober. <laughs> prune puree. So prune and prunes are naturally sweet. So that will add some sweetness, but also keep, uh, keep everything moist because they're very moist. Another thing is mashed or pureed tofu. You can use in place of oil, and it's not mentioned on here, but also avocado mm-hmm. you can use. That's right. Because it's very, again, it's very moist, and when you mash avocado, you can use that in place of uh, oil to make really, really like nice, dense brownies and things like that. Yeah, so not only for baking, but especially because we are vegetarians and vegans, or people who do eat a lot of vegetables, primarily, Um Another thing you might consider is oils in your salad dressings, mm. right? Because mm-hmm. those are pretty dependent, depending on which ones, but are pretty dependent uh, on oil. Mm-hmm. So something you might consider substituting is, uh, and again, this is to, from the Fat Free Vegan, one cup of water and three teaspoons of arrowroot powder or cornstarch. Now, I would imagine you'd have to add some 
seasonings to this whole thing. Right. <laughs> that would so be pretty nasty. <laughs> but, you well, know, I, I would imagine. on my salad. Uh, and then they also had listed on their site, and uh, they give credit to Bento's Sisters Cookbook number three, which I had not heard of before. But uh, it's a cup of corn st- uh, water, cornstarch, salt, and some dried basil. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like making your own oil bay or not non-oil based dressing i should say and uh i would experiment with different seasonings right honestly right i wonder if you could even add like balsamic vinegar to the the uh cornstarch water you know and just to kind of do that but without Mm -hmm. the the oil right well and i think the point is that this is the base right Right. so it's a base and you can add whatever Whatever seasonings you you think yeah you want all right so Kitchen equipment. This was a big one. This this had a lot of comments in the peas and carrots. Uh, the non-stick silicone mats. I had not really heard of these before. Had you heard of these? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I, I haven't used any. Uh, normally, I use parchment paper if I don't. But, you know, a lot of times with parchment paper, I end up kind of spraying it lightly with cooking spray anyway. Um, but, no, I haven't used the silicone mats or the silicone. I know you can also get, like, the silicone... Um, uh, what do you call them? Uh, muffin yeah. cups. Oh, yeah. I, and I was watching a few videos on YouTube. I love YouTube. I can watch that for hours, probably. <laughs> you can learn so much on YouTube. I was watching people do actual baking mm-hmm. or, you know, where they were taking it out and talking about some of the pros and cons of the silicone mats and the, like you said, the muffin, mm-hmm. what is it, cup right. type of things. And uh, I mean, they looked really good. They looked great. And of course, I wanted to tap into our little reservoir of expertise Mm -hmm. in the peas and carrots and most people had very positive things to say i think a couple of the cons on the mats and that silicon type of uh kitchen equipment was that it can get dirty yeah and it's hard to clean get slimy yeah and even one of the youtube video guys i was watching that showed his his little um muffin thing Mm -hmm. that he said ah this is i called the company to see if this was right and they said it does eventually get kind of really brown and hard to hard to clean but you know i guess that's kind of one of the things you just have to deal with right (laughs) with well and but you know by the same token uh baking sheets and and pans can get a a oil build up you know from being heated and reheated and and if you don't get it clean all the way with all the oil then it builds up and it gets that brown kind of like um layer you know Mm -hmm. and i mean that's just kind of par for the course and i uh, that's that's okay with me i don't no it wouldn't bother me i mean because you know it's not dirty it's just from cooking just yeah and and the other thing is is parchment paper as you mentioned now the only thing with that is you really have to be careful Mm -hmm. because it does burn Mm -hmm. in fact i was watching one girl and she said i've learned my lesson Mm -hmm. (laughs) she said you have to be very careful with Mm -hmm. that now the next tip on kitchen equipment is to get good cookware Nonstick pans are mentioned quite a bit, but we did a whole episode, which we're going to link to, episode 107, actually, which is quite a bit back, (laughs) is danger lurking in your cabinets. And we talked about nonstick pans and really having to be careful with those. Now, while there are probably some good ones out there, especially now, I think Mm -hmm. when we did the... Back in 107, we there probably have even been better... Back in the dark ages. <laughs> pro- when the internet was starting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh, back in 107, there probably have been quite a few developments in mm-hmm. that area. I would just be careful and make sure you read if you're going to buy a nonstick pan. Just make sure you read about some of the warnings because the thing with nonstick pans, because they have chemicals, when you heat them, and especially if you heat them too much, right. the, the chemicals will come off and into your food. Yes. And you don't yeah, want that. Don't want and this that. is what we were talking about in that particular episode. So, and, and, you know, we've all used nonstick pans for years, right? Mm-hmm. And But after after we did that episode, we kind of phased ours out. And mm-hmm. we'll talk about what we use now, uh, I think, further on as our product of, of the week. Mm-hmm. But you do want to be careful with uh, just, just a note. Be careful with that. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk about some tips and techniques. How about that? All right, so, you know, most vegetables are moist enough on their own or have a high enough water content that seasoning will stick to them, you know, when, you, when you're, like, um, adding herbs or, or spices or whatever you're adding. But some need a little help. So if, they're not, if it's not sticking... Put the vegetables in a bowl, stir in uh, the seasoning, and then add a little bit of water, you know, kind of mix it all up um, just to make sure that what you're adding is actually adhering to your vegetables that you want to cook and not all like resting in the bottom of the bowl. It's funny because when I was watching some of the videos on this, I was thinking, uh, duh, because I, I would have thought, well, you need oil for that stuff to stick to it. Mm-hmm. And then I was watching people just spray water on mm-hmm. it. And the herb, the herbs or spices or whatever they were putting on there was just fine. It stuck to it just fine. And I was yeah. thinking, hmm. It's funny. Again, it's one of those things how you're just conditioned to think, oh, you need oil for it to stick to it. But right, no, nope, right. Exactly. No, you don't. The other thing to think about is if you're making something like lasagna, to just use the sauce. Put some sauce at the bottom of the pan to help it from sticking. Just so, just use some of that extra yeah. to keep that off of the you know burning on the bottom of your pan you still have to keep an eye on it because it is still a sauce or it is Mm -hmm. going to it could burn but you it's it can still help to prevent it from right and you know it's so funny i've never sprayed a a pan for lasagna or never used oil in the bottom of a pan i've always just used sauce and i've never had a problem it's never stuck it's never nothing you know because it's it keeps it just keeps that moisture down there another tip and this i saw quite a bit was something called uh water frying Hmm. Now, this is really interesting because you would not think you could actually caramelize things with hmm. in a pan right. with just water. But the trick is, and you want to be careful because you don't want to add too much water because it won't evaporate <laughs> and you'll just have a soup or a stew or something <laughs> going on. Oh, I guess we're having vegetable soup. Uh, <laughs> but you put a little bit of water and you put your vegetables in there and... You let the water, okay, so you, you cook it a little bit with the water and you keep adding a little bit of water, but then at a point where they're pretty much cooked, like let's just say it's onion and bell pepper, then you let the water evaporate and just leave the, ve- just stir the vegetables uh-huh. in there and they'll start to brown. Mm. And I saw several people do this on YouTube and they took it off the, when they took it off, it looked just like you had sauteed it in oil mm. and they said it tasted like caramelized. Right. Like it would if you did that right. in oil. Well, and you know what's so funny is, you know, caramelizing, a lot of people don't connect the the fact that it's what caramelizes is actually the sugar in vegetables is Mm -hmm. what causes that caramelization. And that's why, you know, it's, I mean, it's not oil. Oil will brown things. But if you're truly caramelizing, it's the actual sugar in the vegetables that causes that to happen. Yeah. And another thing you can use... 
uh, we've talked about this before, vegetable broth as well. Mm -hmm. So you just want to make sure and... Homemade is is Homemade is the best, right? If you do buy store-bought, you some people are concerned about the sodium. Yes, you should be concerned about the sodium, but we've also talked about being careful when they remove sodium. Sometimes they add MSG mm-hmm. to fill in that because for that they taste. Need that flavor because right. the sodium, what sodium does is it it adds that you know that little flavor um, complexity. When you take the sodium out, then it loses a lot of its flavor, so they add MSG in to kick it back up. And you know, if you if you're sensitive to MSG or if you just don't want it, then I I normally just get I used to get the low sodium, and then I realized that. And so if I buy vegetable broth, I just buy the regular, and you know, just you're just aware of the sodium. And fortunately for us, sodium is not really an issue. Neither one of us have um, issues with high blood pressure or anything like that. No, but I have realized that I do have an adverse reaction reaction to MSG, MSG and I never did it's weird that since we became vegetarians well maybe it's not so weird but I guess I've been much more in touch with how things make me feel mm-hmm. and I That's never true. thought I had an MSG uh, reaction mm-hmm. and I actually do so right. hmm. okay so hopefully those tips will help you a little bit but let's get to some of the things that the peas and carrots what up guys Ooh, my voice cracked. Guys, <laughs> uh, with the with the uh, peas and carrots said. <laughs> All right, so Julie and I apologize. I apologize. I am so sorry. Cher Cherkasky. I, I hope think that's I said right. That right. Cherkasky. That's how I said it in my head. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just pulled it out of your head. All then. right. Uh, uh, said that. Uh, she said I use a silicone mat for everything because <laughs> I'm lazy, <laughs> but it's also nice not to have oil. Uh, she said she uses one from Target, probably around fifteen dollars, so that's reasonable, and it's a great investment. It's so easy to use, and no no oil means no dirty um, cookie sheet or pan. Yeah, Bridget Lysick said, I feel like the silicone mat makes everything crisp but better too, like tofu and potatoes. Hmm. And I did see some videos with roasted vegetables just mm-hmm. on the mat. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly one thing they talked about when they pulled it out. They said the silicone mat helps them crisp up almost right. like you put oil on them and you right. roasted them. And they're reusable, which is good. I mean, you know, it's not like you're just use, like a piece of foil that you use and throw away. Uh, mm-hmm. Corinne Graves said, she said, I think I bought a three pack from Costco. Never have to oil or spray a cookie sheet. And it's they're really easy to clean up. Kim uh, Greeley, who says something that we had just mentioned earlier. And she said, I have, I've had a silicone mat for years, but in my experience, they're hard to clean and always feel slimy, no matter how hard you scrub. I tend to use parchment paper more and keep an eye on what I'm cooking. Yeah, definitely keep an eye on it. Right. Yeah. And Danielle seconded that. She said, silicone has always been hard for me to clean. So I usually just use parchment. And I know Danielle has been doing oil-free cooking for a very long time. She said, when roasting things, I usually just toss a little vegetable stock and then season and then toss it on the cookie sheet. Also, when pan frying, in quotes, I throw a few tablespoons of vegetable stock into the pan. uh, And she said, too much and you just end up steaming whatever you're cooking. That that (laughs) makes sense. Too little and I just put some more in. And it also helps to deglaze the pan. 
which is good. Um, for baking, she uses applesauce. It's a one-for-one one equation, and I find it easier, she says, than other options. Trader Joe's jarred applesauce is the best tasting. It's super fresh, and it tastes like biting into an apple. Now I want some applesauce. <laughs> we have some in the refrigerator. I have to go eat some. Uh, Corrine Graves says, I use avocado for baking, making the uh, make the brownies fudge like with no weird taste. Mm-hmm. The avocado also replaces the egg can use uh can also use peanut butter but have enough oil although the peanut butter doesn't replace the egg mm-hmm. right uh barbara lucente lucente hmm. hope, hope i got that right says great topic i am wfpb which if you don't know means whole food plant-based mm-hmm. vegan so no oil ever i season <laughs> i season aquafaba Aquafaba. And if you don't know what that is, that is the liquid that comes from uh, the chickpeas. The mm-hmm. chickpeas are, are uh, what do you call it? Canned. Mm-hmm. In. Uh, okay, so I season aquafaba and drench veggies in it before putting them on the grill. That's a good idea. I need it if needed. I also baste while they're grilling. This helps keep them from drying out and also helps with sticking. Kelly Mayer said she's been cooking oil-free for 10 years. I did not know that. She's been a part of our community mm-hmm. for a long time, and I don't know that we've talked about that too much. But mm-hmm. uh, she said, use water or veggie broth mostly. Now cannot go near any oily food. It grosses me out. I can totally see that yeah. because I know that when we've had, even though we're not oil-free, we are less oil and grease than we used to be, much less because we used to eat bacon and right, you know all right. that kind of stuff. Uh, I can see that. I can see it really. You develop your taste changes right. when you're not used to having that. Definitely. And then uh, last but definitely not least, Teresa Cashman said, as I mentioned, this is a timely podcast for me as I am learning to cook without oil. This week I had planned to make a no fry rice I got from the Forks Over Knives app. I love it. I will be making it uh, this again and may use the sauce for other dishes as well. It's so tasty. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you to everyone from the Peas and Carrots who contributed to this topic. And for those who requested it, hopefully this has given you some uh, tips for cooking oil-free and also giving you some hope if you are kind of like someone who's always cooked with oil and you think, mm-hmm. I don't know that I can do that, that at least you can reduce it. As we always say, it's not all or nothing. If you're trying to just reduce some of those empty calories and that heart-clogging grease and oil mm-hmm. and whatever uh that hopefully this is giving you some hope for and being you may able find, to do that right and you may find that that food actually tastes uh better yeah without it that's true all right are we ready to get into the recipe of the week sure thing all right so this was uh, suggested by kelly mayer and she it is oh and she and it is a recipe for Fudgy nut and seed butter brownies, and it's from a website called What's Cooking Good Looking, and I guess they have a cookbook called First Mess. Yeah, First I think Mess? so. That sounds interesting. <laughs> we'll have to look that up. Sounds like me when yeah. I cook. But the web- website is called What's Cooking, What's good, cooking good Looking. Okay, and mm-hmm. we will link to that in the show notes as always. All right. And the product, we actually have a couple of products we want to talk about. The first one is the silicone mat. So I did some looking out on Amazon and then just kind of trying to get some price uh, 
pricing and quality and reviews and all of that. And the ones that I am, we're going to attach here as a product of the week is the drawaway silicone mats for baking. There's a set of three for $13.99, which I think is pretty reasonable. That's pretty good. Yeah. And I did want to give a, some credit to Caitlin Shoemaker on YouTube. I watched one of her videos. She's the one that probably I watched hers first and she showed actually baking with these, which mm. is really cool. Uh, she's got a YouTube channel. She is vegan and her bio says, she says, I'm a content creator who is passionate about food, veganism, and a healthy lifestyle and showing others how easy it can be. And I will say that's true. At least in the videos that I saw first, it, it looks super easy, the stuff she's doing. So, so. we'll uh, we'll link to her YouTube channel yeah. as well. Her, her site, just to give you a little bit more, has vegan meal prep, recipe videos, vlogs, grocery hauls, and also some things on yoga and skincare. Nice. So it looks pretty cool. All right. So then the other product that we wanted to talk about. So we'll link to that silicone mat uh, on mm -hmm. our Amazon affiliate right. store. Uh, all right. The other product that we wanted to promote here is the pans that we use instead of when, uh, as I mentioned, we replaced our uh, nonstick pans, cooking pans with cast iron uh enameled cast iron and it's their Le Creuset pans I've always wanted these ever since I was a kid and I was using my mom's you know and I've always wanted Le Creuset pans and you know they're frightfully expensive at <laughs> times so I know why why <laughs> I is, that, just imagine is that like saying I've like, always wanted a vacuum uh, <laughs> <laughs> I could just see I mean kid a kid who wants a pan. Seriously. <laughs> That's Seriously. so awesome. Well, I didn't need it when I was a kid because I had my mom's. But then when I left my mom's, I was I could like... I just see you at 10 years old going, I really want a Le Creuset. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. Okay. All right. So, uh, yes. No, they're they're not cheap, but they're definitely worth it. They're very heavyweight. They're, they've got... An, Oh, that was oh, Ruthie. Oh, that's Ruthie that just came into the room to <laughs> say hello. <laughs> and white, and shook her head so her tags would rattle yes. for you guys. She wants to be on. on uh, <laughs> she's trying to get into show business. Um, <laughs> they're very heavyweight. They're enameled cast iron. So they're super durable. They're really easy to use. They're, they're pretty easy to clean. And they require very little oil. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and you, you can season them... Uh, season them with oil, but you don't have to do that all the time. And definitely you don't need a whole lot of oil to cook. Um, they are optimized to, to heat evenly and they heat really, really quickly. You got to be careful with yeah. these if you just get one, because just a couple of things though, they are pricey, mm -hmm. but they, I mean, they're well worth it. They're very good pans and they're heavy. Mm -hmm. So you yeah, gotta be if careful. you have a Le Creuset skillet, you don't need a shotgun. <laughs> I'll just say that. Anybody You're breaks take into someone that house, out with that if you can pick it up. If but you can pick is, it up and swing it, mm, you know it is heavy. But I will say that was one of the things I had to get really used to with the pans. They heat up very quickly. Mm -hmm. I can imagine it would not take you long to. As we were talking, the water frying. We haven't done those in the in that mm -hmm, pan, mm -hmm. but. I can imagine that will not take you very long. So right, and you know the um, the fact that it's enameled 
makes it a lot more durable. It's resistant to rust. It's enameled on um, in and outside. Uh, the insides are black enamel, so it makes it resistant to rust. Uh, the the enameled on the inside, you really don't need to season it. Uh, like I said, you can lightly you know season it, but you don't need to. And then um, they the the handles are good. They even have a uh, they've got a rubber or silicone handle. That you, I mean, th- because the, this, the handles are cast iron, so they get really hot. But other than that, they're super, super awesome, um, and we highly recommend them. And we'll have we will have affiliate links in our show notes. All right. So, what's the question question this week? Question. So, what are some of your tips for oil free cooking? Yes, whether that be ingredients, whether that be methods, or any tips that you've learned along. The way we would love to hear them. You can leave us a comment at vegetarianzen.com forward slash, what was this, 248? 248. Or you can head out to our public facing face, Facebook page at, veg, I'm sorry, at facebook.com forward slash vegetarianzen. Or why not join the peas and carrots? We get requests every day for folks to join. We are at around 2,100 people there. It's an awesome group where you can. Get a lot of tips no matter where you are in your plant-based journey. If you are just trying to reduce and maybe you're not interested in going vegetarian or vegan, people are very respectful of you. We call this a no-bully zone. As long as you are respectful of others, we have no issue with that. Uh, We have folks that still eat meat but are just looking to reduce or to try to eat healthier. So um, you are more than welcome to join this awesome group of folks at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen. I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.